0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is the wonderful Ben
1: Slinger. Ooh, that's right. I'm one of the two guys. Two guys. guys. On this podcast. Yes. I like the way you got into that, that The word. radio voice. Let's <laughs> do it on bit.storm. Bit.storm. Coming at you, at you with there. all the hits. Your game dev radio station. Um... We were chatting just before,
0: Hmm. and with the new um, Unreal Engine for Fortnite coming out, and everyone's talking about, you know, how it's going to revolutionise creating maps and stuff for Fortnite, Unreal seemed to see it as more like an opening of the ecosystem, so that, you know, they can almost get more of a
1: Roblox sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about that and how they definitely want just a marketplace of different game types and content being created in there.
0: Yeah. And the fact that you know I think this is where the creators are going to start making more money because mm-hmm. you know the idea is that you can maybe open it up to eventually you know sell sell your stuff on on here and
1: Well, I think already the the whole creators creative fund or whatever it is you can make money based on how much your your stuff is used. And- yeah.
0: Yeah. So, there's definitely money um, to be made. Having had cool. a bit of a look at it, and you've had a bit of a look at it, the fact that you can straight away create this stuff without having to know anything about replication and-
1: Yeah, network replication, any of the multiplayer stuff, it all just kind of works.
0: Yeah. And I see that's why you can't do things like Blueprint and all this sort of stuff, because pr- pretty much they don't want you getting in there and fucking with anything that they've already built- um, they yeah. could sort of break, break a lot of stuff. So they've only allowed for verse, uh, which is their new scripting language. Yeah, it's which- essentially
1: building a layer on top of all of the robust Fortnite stuff that's already there. Yeah. So anyway,
0: long story short, we decided that we're going to talk multiplayer mm-hmm. games primarily tonight. So um it's not necessarily what can be done in Fortnite right now, but it's just different multiplayer ideas.
1: yeah, we're going to try to just use that as a jumping off point and a bit of a focus uh to to see what sort of different multiplayer scenarios we could look at that maybe haven't quite been done before or is a little bit of a twist on on something. Uh, and if it's something that, you know, could be developed in UEFN down the line, then that's just a benefit. And yeah. you find folks out there can do it or maybe we'll do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and we we have already been thinking about some different, th- different things that we can do in UEFN. Like mm-hmm. um, Ben's got a couple of ideas, I've got a couple of ideas and like- yeah, I think I think it's great if you haven't checked it out and you are interested in doing some some game dev sort of stuff but don't know where to start, like this actually isn't too bad a way to to get started in, in learning what it's all about. So let's just get some get some um,
1: so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get our random words as usual. I think we'll play this as a click pitch, uh, but with the focus of uh of multiplayer. So let's do it. Three, two, one
0: click. Mm, three two on click. Bomb jet.
1: <laughs> okay. Discriminate camera.
0: Ooh. Okay. Camera,
1: I find interesting, and uh, we're not we're not going to do this for for everyone, but I, I think this is definitely something that would be difficult in UEFN. But uh it depends. I mean, if, if something, if you it, just every time that something happens,
0: you just go back to a cinematic. <laughs> like, well,
1: <laughs> I, was, I was more think yeah, I, I was definitely just uh, my mind went to something where the camera is. Uh, plays a big part in a a multiplayer experience. Maybe it is that, because yours is Jet Bomb.
0: Yeah, (laughs) a bomb jet.
1: A bomb jet. (laughs) Maybe there's just like a jet flying over the top constantly and Mm. you can somehow hack into the camera of that at certain places or by doing certain actions to like- drop bombs on the area. I know like call of duty okay. has sort of yeah. aspects of that as you like, you know, but, but it's more, it's a constant thing. Maybe only one team or one person can be hooked into it at any point or something. So it's sort of, uh, fighting for control over it in mm. a way. Um, I, I kind of like the idea
0: of having, you know, different areas separated by a, f- by a fucking massive wall. So the only way that you can actually destroy the other team is by sort of working out right. where on the island they actually are and like um going, okay, we they're in this quadrant here or, mm-hmm. or they're in this section here. Maybe try dropping the bomb now. So you go in and hack in right at the time and oh, you got okay. someone just sort of. Because
1: maybe maybe it's about reconnaissance as well then. So perhaps the bombs are limited. Um but either you can hack in and then also like do snapshots or like do pings at certain areas to sort of get a feeling for or get a sense for where they are, or you've got some other tools that you can like send a drone over the wall, but like they can shoot it down. But it's like, oh well, I got to yeah, it's sector four G before it was shot down. So there's definitely some activity in that area. Like, are we <laughs> hot, uh, hacked into the the thing right now?
0: I'm I'm actually seeing this as as like your jet is you can direct it to as to where to go, because this is literally a first-person battleship game in which you go, oh, <laughs> okay. That, it, <laughs> Almost. We haven't
1: attacked here. Like, that Almost. would actually be kind of cool. That would be cool, kinda- particularly if you had to set up structures in sectors Yeah. to both perhaps generate your drones or hack, you know, the more of a certain type of structure you've got, the, the faster or more easily you can hack into the jet. Uh, I do still like the idea that there's just one jet between the two teams. Yeah, and it's going- Yeah. And maybe even that there's a window of time where it's just not available. So, you have to focus on, okay, this is the time that we've got reconnaissance or whatever. And then it's like, oh, shit, the, the jet's been detected overhead. Run over to the hacking station. Try to get in. You're essentially fighting against the other team to hack it at the same time in some way. Um maybe you've got other tools to disrupt their hacking so it's like oh shit throw a emp over the fence over the fence over the wall so that we can get a you know a leg up on the hack uh and then yeah it's like okay and now now you get to choose fucking three sectors or whatever to drop bombs on this round or or whatever the the limitation is yeah That's pretty cool actually That'd work I, well. I'd actually work well in Fortnite too, just because it's got fucking great draw distance and shit. Like you already really know, you can yeah. view from <laughs> above really well because you've got the the battle bus up there. It's just the
0: idea of not being able to like you have got this massive sort of structure that you cannot see over, so you mm-hmm. don't know where it is. But you know that it's effectively the same layout on on your side as it is the other. Well, and I think they when had to. Place I think things. when you do
1: hack the The jet you get a view of their side you may it might not be close enough that you can see where the players are running around or even where certain structures might be, but you know the layout you know yeah you start to get a sense for it
0: yeah and i i'm I'm liking the idea that you know you you can repair to a certain point, but there's you know. Basically, what you can do is turn stop stop the fire from spreading to to destroy the rest of the structure. Mm. But what's already destroyed is destroyed, sort of thing. But it's, yeah, I
1: guess what's the win condition? Is it just that or, like do you, destroying the structures on the structures? A, on so you, yeah, so you reckon to begin with, there's uh, like a because I think I think it, like if, if you, you kill someone,
0: if you kill someone that was nearby a, a structure or whatever, yeah. that basically means that if you've hit a structure. And you happen to kill someone at the same time, you know for a fact that you know unless they had someone else there, that fire may actually then take out the next part of the structure. That person right. will still be able to respawn back at the base, but yeah. you know they won't be able to get get there quite. Yeah, okay. Quite so as there's fast. a bit of
1: strategy around placing the structures. So you, you've got the yep. risk of putting them closer together, but if they're closer together, you don't have to run as far to yeah get, to get to them or to get between them. That's cool, actually. I like that as a as a battleship. Take on Battleship, essentially.
0: I reckon you could just do it a 2v2 two, a two, a two, two sort of thing. Like, it'd be-
1: uh, It depends on this. I think it depends on the area you want to do. I reckon 4v4. I, I reckon you go as high as that. You, you'd need- You'd need good communication. Like, you'd need good communication. Or you'd
0: need, you know, one, one team can sort of- um, Someone can be- you know firing off the 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 chaff to to sort of try well and yeah i
1: was going to say destroy the bombs yeah. and anti the aircraft a way to sort of stuff? Like, it. that's a good point actually i think i think they could be that you could either build automated things that you've only got like one that you can place or two or something that you, you, so you have to decide okay which buildings are we going to put these near yeah. um or yeah maybe they're manned maybe you have to Maybe instead, you know, if you're, like, too far away from your hacking, from your, like, communication station to hack the jet when it comes over, you're like, oh, shit, just get in the fucking turrets. Like, they're going to get it, but we're going to stop them from hitting our, our yep. buildings because we're going to be ready.
0: Um, I do like the idea of each team has, like, a scout. Okay. That is on the ground that they can actually pass through, like- that can
1: pass through. That can pass through, like, a small little- a small little section. I mean, you've already got the Falcon Scout in the game. Like, you could make it that one person gets, it, gets that or something. Or I guess it, if you want the risk of them being able to be killed in some way, perhaps. Well, but- you,
0: they can be killed, right? But then they respawn. I yeah. like the idea that the the whole idea is that you need to be able to, um, you know, destroy the structures on the other side, However, however you go about it. I like the idea of having one one player as a scout or designated as a scout mm-hmm. and that person can go through like this this one gate and actually make it into the other side. They can be killed by
1: Yep. Yeah. Are they like a commando in Commander Conquer though they can like blow up one building or something? <sighs> They've got I, I, one I like- one de- one, de- one C4 blast. Yeah.
0: I just like the idea of that they have to actually communicate back to the back right. to their team saying that, you know, Around, around this area or off to the right, you know, looking
1: l- right. northwest,
0: blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you Approximately,
1: know. like, I think it's in, I mean, it depends if you have actual named sectors or if you're just, I guess it's pro, it might be too easy if you have actually named sectors. You might just want it to be based on landmarks and the big oak tree, you know, closest to our, the left side of our, of the wall, you know, yeah. slightly northeast or whatever. Yeah. Um, the,
0: the, str- the structures in the valley. So it's going to be hard to hit. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's, I like this
1: idea a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I can see that it would work better if you didn't have to sort of hack it into, into, a Fortnite sort of thing, but, uh, maybe,
1: but I think it is actually an idea that could work well in Fortnite. You could, it it would be a bit janky as they are, but that's going to be inevitable for a lot of these game modes.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I love where we went with that and we, we, we definitely used, used I the that. words.
1: <laughs> that's one, look, listen, that's one that I considered working on. Yeah. This one, I don't know how it's going to go. Governing candidate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Concluded casual. <laughs> okay. So this is,
1: this is some sort of political, I mean, voting. Like, could you have some sort of voting mechanism in a multiplayer space? Um,
0: what were your words again? What did you
1: governing say? and candidate. Yep.
0: Okay. For some reason, I've got I've got the idea that it's like a one v one, where you got a security guard on one side, okay, and an assassin on the other. Okay, so it's like a VIP, like protect the VIP sort of thing. Protect the VIP, mm. um, and you don't you don't know what this person is going to be dressed like. Like they're just okay. What the walking is- through the the- VIP is or Oh, so you no, say- you, you you know who who the VIP is. <laughs> that they're, they're on stage. Right, you've okay. got to, you've got to find you know the the person out there in that could be taking aim from anywhere, which, mm. which place. But of course, if if you're in front of in front of the VIP t- for too long, the VIP gets gets annoyed and you know uh, can send you away, sort of thing. Like,
1: well, and I think. It- there's a risk of you being taken out too which is obviously also a lose state because if you're taken out then the the vip is basically fair game
0: what what i like is that it's almost one of these things of you've got the one bullet kind of like the the spy kind of like a spy party a spy party thing where they've they've got one bullet to to take him out you don't want to take out the the other player you want to take out the vip because you know but just having so what can both the security guard player?
1: do then though to protect? Cuz if the if the if the VP is just up there on stage, couldn't listen, couldn't the assassin just like what are we doing to prevent the assassin just like getting a vantage point and, and taking him out? It's going to be a pretty easy shot. Is it just you are literally like do you have do you just have to be near them enough and you've got time like time slows down when the bullet goes and you have to like do the jump. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of, the- <laughs> In <front> of the- <laughs> You have to protect them with your own body.
0: <laughs> I could, I could imagine like if, if you are able to make it, um, make a distraction. I, I, I think if, if your bodyguard slash security guy is too close to the, cl- too close to the VIP when this happens, then. Then you you know they automatically jump in front, right? But the idea is to to try and you know get get the the VIP you know either ushered off the stage or something like that just by like if there's a fire in the background mm. like no you could you could have a what a are few the met- different-
1: What are the methods the assassin has? Then obviously they've got the snipe, they've got the just get close enough in the crowd and shoot them in the you know Lee, Hard- Lee Harvey Oswald's death mm-hmm. way. Um Sandbag to the head, Um right? So like sneaky, like making it look like an accident, sort of things.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, and- they could they could even poison. Like I uh, like the idea of you got to be careful about. You know, did they get close to the water? They've got a bottle and- of
1: water on stage. Yeah. But- and so then, as the security guard, what are your options? Because I like the idea, kind of, of just that observational thing of the security guard. That a lot of it is around looking for the glint of the of the sniper scope or. You know, watching the crowd for someone who looks suspicious or is moving in a weird way or, you know. I think depending on what,
0: what they actually do, there's, there's a, you know, something that you can, you can identify. Like, it could be frayed rope. Like, mm. and that, that's, you know, that the sandbag is sort of being activated. So you gotta be, you gotta sort of go, okay, so, uh, you can actually mark down, uh, keep the, keep the VIP away from this area. Oh, that, that water bottle there has got like a messed up label because, you know, they <laughs> right, switched that out or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's just that observation sort of thing of mm. being able yeah. to, being able to foil all the, all the things. Obviously, you could always have someone just come right in and do a Lee Harvey or Oswald, but uh, I think that's actually a losing state for the, um,
1: for, for the, the assassin, for the assassin because they didn't
0: get away. Like they yeah. were identified and caught. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's essentially a sort of a cross between Hitman and Spy Party. Yeah. I think it'd be very tricky to balance, but it's a cool. It would idea. be. It is. But I think that's a move on. Three,
0: two to one click. Too hard to do on Fortnite. Three to one click. Oh, definitely.
1: <laughs> Tiresome trial.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Eternal
1: hip. Okay. <laughs> Eternal hip. That's interesting. Yeah. So, from my words, I definitely went to everyone's a juror. <laughs> <laughs> it's multiplayer jury duty. Um and you're trying to solve something. But See,
0: I, I saw I saw trial as, you know, a hero's trials mm, that they go okay. through sort of thing. So it was almost like a um
1: almost a fall guys situation then.
0: Yeah. Like you gotta go through all these, you know What were
1: your words again? Eternal hip? Yeah. Maybe it's hip as in like cool, like seventies style, hey I'm hip man. Mm. And so, maybe it's just- maybe we just use that as it's set in the 70s mm-hmm. and that this is- yeah, this is some trial to become- I don't One know,
0: of the- one of the eternal ones.
1: Yeah. Like- So, it is to become the next superhero. And so, the players, yeah. the multi- like all the players are just going through these trials. It's, it's superhero trials. So, in a four guys-esque yep. way, you're all competing against the other and- el- competing against each other and eliminating each other. But it's like there's combat, there's, you know, flying through hoops. Yeah, Superman sixty four style. Uh, um, there's yeah, like disarming a bomb or something, or there's dodging bullets or whatever it is. Um, I re- um, I
0: really like this. I think I think this could actually be really quite cool. Just you know, having whoever whoever is number one is obviously whoever makes it, makes it to the final trial yeah. and makes it through it. But obviously, things are getting crazier and crazier and crazier as they go along. Um, whether you'd actually make it as a single, uh, one single level or just, you know, you, you take the first 10 through to the next one, then you hmm. take them all.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think because I mean, th- the, the fun of Fall Guys is the chaos of it in a lot of ways. Yep. And you're all bumping off each other and you, you get teamed up for some games and then you're against each other for the others. And then it's last bean standing. And I'm trying to think how that sort of chaos would come across. To this, because you you'd want everyone to be playing pretty much at the same time. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's just boring to watch other people do it, and, and you know, yes, you're seeing what you have to beat, but you spend a lot of time spectating. So, I feel like you all want to be in the same space. I just wonder how how you make that work well.
0: Yeah, and how how you don't literally emulate just Fall Guys because <laughs> yeah, technically, no. if you just change the story, like that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, Fall Guys I mean, is. In like- a way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, there's nothing- They, they didn't- They certainly didn't, uh, you know, invent the idea of el- elimination- Of a gauntlet. Yeah. El- elimination gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um,
0: yeah this is interesting.
1: Mm. I think let's move on, though, because yeah. I don't think we have enough inspiration on there.
0: Yeah. Three, two, one. Clickety-click.
1: <laughs> what? I'm not using this. Hip trial.
0: <laughs> Mounted raid. Social Cool. Ooh, I, a game, a game mode where everyone is mounted, has to be, is, has to be mounted.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm almost picturing a, maybe it's like a herding, like a cowboy game of some sort.
0: Mm. So I like the idea that basically <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially a, the floor is lava game, but how, how everyone got away with it and has lived for so long is basically. <laughs> the, the the way to move around is they're always mounted if their mount dies, so they also okay. die because they can't touch they can't tr- touch the ground because so the, the floor is
1: lava it is toxic yeah to them in t- some way, so is there just a lot of like jumping between mounts and things or from mount onto buildings so I think you can, i think back- you can be
0: in building you can walk around buildings you can be on rocks you just can't be on the on the landscape itself like I think there's something about the land. But, you know, if, if you did happen to jump onto a rock, you could only be there for a short amount of time because it's like, it's still leeching into the body. Okay. And
1: then, so, and then is it, what's the, what's the multiplayer then? Is it competitive?
0: Well, I, th- I think you've got a team that are now raiding, like say you, you got a, a team that, are, that are in, in like a castle mm-hmm. and you got a team outside, outside all all being mounted all mounted raiders and Mm -hmm. they're they're trying to work away into the castle to um to basically take over and it's the quickest sort of see i kind of like i kind of like like that
1: idea without the floor is up (laughs) like that always adds a complication to it that's unnecessary i kind of like the idea just of an asymmetrical like one team is raiding on mounts and the other team is having to defend Mm, some fair enough Um, i just
0: i just want that the the team that is that is raiding, why would they not just jump off the mounts if the mounts are so? Unwieldy?
1: One thing I was thinking, maybe it's like a water world situation, and it's not that the floor is lava; it's that it's all water. <laughs> the floor is water. The floor is water, <laughs> and there's and there's they're in sharks. Boats. <laughs> well, they're on like jet, like skidoo's, and you know they're they're cool, like. Mounts or like fucking riding dolphins or something, you know, like they're skimming along the water on dolphins or something. But yes, that, that they, they can't just get off and like take cover and, and shoot. They have to be shooting from the mounts. So there's some, some element of continual movement or at least they're exposed to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And then the people in the, in the, the fortress or whatever have, you know, a variety of, of weapons at their disposal, I suppose.
0: Oh, I love the idea of like floating catapults and oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like basically that'd be cool if you'd actually did the physics. So, can you picture the physics of when they fling it and-, and the rest of it like sinks as it goes up and then bobs, bobs back up? <laughs>
0: um- oh my God. Just the idea of having, having, you know, <laughs> just imagining now the cinematic at the start of you're all coming in on on jet skis and there's like these floating rafts that have been pulled in by (laughs) slowly by, by like train sharks and shit. Yeah. Like they're just being pulled into place. And, you know, the first part of the raid is literally, you know, you're, you're sort of going in and, and doing as much as you can. Can you, can you make it up onto some of the ladders to get, to get up, Mm. you know, and start fighting amongst, amongst them, you know, can you, can you sneak around the back?
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) it. I think you've got, I think the, the, the challenge comes from it's a 360-degree raid, so yep. you can't be covering all sides at once, really. So, there is the possibility that they could get close without you noticing and then sneak in. Uh, but – and then, yeah, you've got these, like, siege weapons and the the fortress itself has turrets and things that you can be using, but they only – you know, if they get getting too close, they're not as useful.
0: I love the idea that catapults can destroy parts of the structure – but, I mean, if you did build it in Fortnite, you'd have to make it so that your
1: pickaxe cannot do the like, generic Yeah, no, I think this one's probably a bit too complicated for Fortnite with some of the stuff we're know. talking about. I mean, you could, you could do a version of it, but I think the best version of it with fun water physics and stuff is maybe
0: not quite there.
1: Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can see it in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> sea of Thieves mod. I mean, Sea of Thieves already has- some of this stuff, right? You yeah. had the the fortress things or whatever.
0: Oh, uh, just I love the idea of like mounted boat combat of you know someone at the back, sh- you know, shooting stuff as the mm. speedboats well, just going like waves there's nothing that should-
1: there's the for- people in the fortress can't get in their own boats or jet skis or whatever and, and come out to to try to a- attack them too. Um, yeah, so certainly adds an element of uh expertise needed if you 're like bouncing over waves and you're trying to get shots off over a long distance yeah mm-hmm. that's cool
0: yeah i'm not sure what what sort of weapon the um the people on the boats should actually have. I kinda like the idea of like water based sort of weapons sort of like spear guns and yeah and those sort of those sort of things, so not traditional weapons and then you've got like Technically,
1: crossbows, (laughs) like for the medieval sort of, right? Like big, big uh, (laughs) ballistas ballistas and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you've you've maybe even got special things that, like, they're designed to create waves, almost. Like that, if they hit the water, they'll like create a huge wave outwards to like disrupt them and stuff. There's like big bell shaped things on the end of the ballistas that that just displace water. As, as 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 much as possible.
0: Ooh, I kind of like what's actually happening is there's a massive tsunami coming. Okay, so kind of like in your fortnight, how you got the storm coming yeah. in? Like there's a time a time limit, and these people, effectively, what they're doing is not wanting an an additional group of people in coming inside and ta- and taking up all their all their food.
1: All right. So they're anti refugee. But no, yeah, I, yeah. I, th-
0: I think I think the this is like a murderous gang, like the
1: yeah. You know, they're, they're, just, they're trying to protect their yeah, their space.
0: I think you kind of go all out, and you just, you have like some NPCs that um, like if they come in and kill the NPCs, then basically you know there's they, that's effectively what what, what the team are, team are trying to protect, right? You know the yeah, the that's, pillaging I mean, that's and all that sort win, of stuff. A bit more <laughs> of a win
1: state as well
0: yeah. is is
1: protecting the helpless people in the in the fortress
0: yeah yeah protecting them with you know <laughs> I, I just love the idea of you know sharpened sticks and stuff rather than actual bullets <laughs> yeah well they all
1: rusted when the you know water apocalypse came
0: okay let's do one more yeah let's see what actually happens
1: traveling hint
0: persistent parrot <laughs> Okay. So I like the idea that the parrot's always on your shoulder giving, giving you hints, hint. yep. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> As you travel. Um how do we bring this into multiplayer though? And what are the hints? Is it like calling out? Is the parrot like to your left? Someone coming from the left.
0: What if and we haven't really seen this. This is a all 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 in sort of sort of brawl sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You got four players and they're all trying to get to Get through puzzles and, and that sort of stuff to sort mm-hmm. of reach, reach something in the middle. But it's basically first one to, to get the art, artifact and get out. Right. And the idea is that, you know, your, your parrot is giving you, you know, the, the basic hints to, to sort of pass through these puzzles
1: mm.
0: and that sort of stuff. The, the idea that, You know, you've not only got to get in and you're, you're sort of on a, on a Indiana Jones, you know, race against time. You're trying to be the first one in there, first one out, but you've also got other people all trying to do the same thing, all Mm -hmm. trying to backstab you. You can maybe work together to, to get in there, but you know, at one stage, you'll have to betray the other. Someone will have to, have to betray and there's no.
1: Okay. Like, is it maybe rather than starting off all against each other, is it that you sort of implicitly start on the same team? You all start together at the entrance to this, like, catacomb, you know, gauntlet with a parrot, just one parrot. One parrot. And so the parrot is almost an asset. But, that, yeah, then it's sort of a game of betrayal at certain points or, you know, by the end of it, yes, you're going to- One person is going to have to get get out with the- be the only one who gets out, but you can't actually get through it without working together in some ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or at like least that. it's
1: maybe it's harder. Like there's, you know, there's, there's two, um, switches on the ground. If you're by yourself, you have to like take a lot of time to like lug a stone over and put it on there and then stand on the other one all the while while you could be attacked by someone else. Or if you're still working, if you haven't betrayed each other yet, you could just get through it. By each standing on one.
0: Yeah. So, I'm I'm liking the idea of if you do all make it to the end, like, you share in the winnings.
1: But oh, there's- it's like a um, prisoner's dilemma sort of situation.
0: I, I kind of like the idea that it's kind of like, if you remember Deep Rock Galactic, how there was, you know, you're all working together and then you're as, you, as you're as you running back, you know, following, following the path back yeah. to get to the drop ship. Like, it will take off. No matter who's- at- at a, At a certain time, yeah. no matter who's who's in there, but also like there's the chance of like if you get ta- if you get taken down, you you in this game you just wouldn't get any of the spoils. So to get the spoils, you must right. be on on the escape craft.
1: Okay, so it's a bit and that's bit where less you can really pure, screw. It, it's a bit less of pure betrayal, and maybe a bit more of you can just let people die. You oh, can choose you, to leave someone behind, even if you maybe have had the time, would have had the time to pick them up and revive them in some way.
0: Well, I'm loving the idea that, you know, that rope bridge that you had to cross at the end, you've got the, you've got the artifact, you run across it and you just slice it,
1: slice at the rope bridge and it just falls. Oh, I see. So it's <laughs> not just about who, like when you get to there, it's who gets out with the treasure.
0: Yeah. So obviously mm. if the person with the treasure goes down and everyone else escapes, well, guess, Guess what? You, you, escape with, you escape with nothing because you didn't actually escape with the treasure.
1: That's interesting. And then that could have implications for how you- Like, if you're having to go out through the same way you came in-
0: Or through, you know, a slightly different way out or Well, but I'm just thinking like that- the In the way different levels, that The way have- you
1: worked together to get there could affect how easy it is for one or all of you to get out. Yeah. Because, yeah, maybe you've already- Maybe to get across the rope bridge to get there because someone fucked something up, it ended up like breaking halfway through and you all had to do the big swing down and hit the wall and then climb up. But now you can't get out that way. Um, Yeah.
0: And now, now you gotta, now you gotta go through, you know, the slide down into, down into the, down to the swamp with the big
1: ball, with the big rock, you know, following you down or,
0: yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I reckon this could actually be. Yeah. Quite a bit of fun and yeah. just being able to just think, to fuck people over as well as. I think the real
1: challenge would be balancing, yeah, balancing that. How do you not just make it that one person can always very easily, like, at the last second, essentially fuck you all over? Yeah. Like, I think with, with that rope bridge thing, I think, yes, they can, they can break it, but there's still a way for the players to continue and then maybe catch up because that one player by themselves now is going to be slower to get out because. Then-
0: I mean, I kind of see this as like um almost the the tagline from that from from the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I can I can see that these thieves, you can only trust them as far as you can throw them. Yeah. So I like the idea of it it being you know four pl- four friends playing this, and there's just the yes. time that they can just like. Fuck, fuck over your friends but you know you're playing another round coming up like
1: <laughs> yeah well and that's interesting because then what are the benefits obviously like obviously you get more gold out how do you balance that against this being perhaps a game that you're playing multiple rounds of with your friends for it to not just be and I mean maybe it is maybe it's just that oh well, we can't fucking trust Trevor don't give Trevor the-, the treasure at the end come on I won't do it again I did it last time <laughs> You can trust me. Ting. <laughs> Is that the
0: little glimmer in the your gold tooth? Yeah.
1: The gold <laughs> Is that tooth. My that you got last t- after the last thing. <laughs> well, and I love that idea of the cat of it being reflected in your character how much treasure you've managed <laughs> they got, to get. got got
0: like a grill, you know, the <laughs> the diamond <the> Di- <laughs> grill. <laughs> There's something about it. It's like your character now comes in with a tiara that's literally <laughs> like super glued to their head. <laughs> you can't take it off them. That's, that's but You can pretty cut good.
1: their head off. <laughs> yeah. There'd it. be, there'd be some challenging balance stuff there, but I think it's, well, it's, so, it's social engineering. Cool like yeah, It's the social engineering side of it. I mean, what, what was, what was the
0: game that we were playing on, um, rubber bandits? Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, you know, we would be, we'd be fucking each other over the entire time trying to get out, you know, trying to steal as much cash as you oh, can yeah, and getting yeah. out. Well,
1: and if you made it- Yeah, I guess if you, if you made it a bit wacky like that, and you'd have to make the rounds relatively short, because I think the more uh, people have invested into one particular run mm-hmm. to then be fucked over, like, is just going to add to the frustration. But if it's only like a five or ten minute run, uh, then, okay- yeah, you, the yeah, I, you the do it idea time, of sort you know. of
0: the idea of making it into like the treasure vault sort of thing and picking out whatever you can and then whoever gets out you know within the time limit basically well, they can fuck people be- over to, to stop people getting into the, well, I think into the craft. That, like, and- I think
1: the more you pick up like the slower you move or something. like Ooh. I think there's got to be challenges for trying to be greedy but also like if you work together you can all grab more and get to the end. Because you're working together. But if one person just grabs a ton, like the rest are having to carry that, like having to, having to really bring them through and it's like, ah, just drop some, man, you know, or yeah, like everyone's taken some, but then in the last room or whatever, you drop half your stuff, cut and run so that you can get out and they can't chase you without dropping all their stuff too. Um, because you figure, well, me getting all of this amount of loot or whatever (laughs) is better than,
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fun one. There's definitely some stuff to work out, but there's some there's some good stuff in there.
0: I just remember how Rubber Bandits worked with it and it was like, yeah, we fucked each other over all the time, but that was part of the fun of it.
1: Well, the- yeah, that one certainly was built around. It was built. That was most. That was basically competitive anyway, but- Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I think that is the end of our podcast this it week. It is. Uh, thank you for joining us this week on Thank you, Bitstorm. dear
0: podcast listeners. <clears throat> That's right. Move. If you want
1: to steal some of these ideas or any of the ideas from our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm and listen to them. And feel free. Uh, we don't say this all the time, but I think all I think we've sort of agreed that all of our ideas are open source in that way.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, ish.
1: <laughs> like I mean, we're not just- gonna we're not gonna sue you if you make it. Just let us just give us some give us a, a shout out.
0: Uh, if you, and if, if you, you make a billion ideas, dollars, then maybe, maybe give us a little bit of a cut you know, saying
1: shoot that no game devs make a billion dollars. So it's whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is Mount Defiance of oh, the album Containment Failure. No, you cannot use it in your games. We're allowed to use it because we were part of the band. And Yeah, the music's like- different. Although,
1: actually, I think we did really. Did we really sign on the Creative Commons? I don't know. Anyway. I'm pretty
0: sure we did. But-, <laughs> but I think, again, I
1: think it's at least attribution. Yeah. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. Screw you, Ben. I'm getting away with all the treasure. <laughs> it, not oh,
0: the, again. The, 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 there's, there's two ah, keys. Can, can, you, can you just turn that key? And. and ha! Ah, screw you! <laughs> <laughs>